This is, in so many words, the podcast, episode 46 for the week of May 21st, 2023. Well, well, welcome to another episode of In So Many Words, the podcast, where we talk about life, the universe, and everything else. In so many words. I am your host, one of three. I am Chrono. Over there, we have Stephanie Rose. Rosé. Oh, she changed it. She changed it. She changed it. I'm going to change it every week. And over over to my right, we have Sweet Maui. Sweet Maui bringing the sweet sass to this podcast while also drinking a pickle martini. Nice. For me, I'm drinking raspberry lemonade and vodka. So with a side of water. Well, last week was pretty good. We pulled off the Mother's Day special successfully. Hope everybody mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Uh, but now it's time to move on and do a new episode. So, Jessica, how was your week since we last saw each other? Since the last time we saw each other, my week has been, I would say, an emotional roller coaster because, oh, I don't know if I should say this, but I don't know who listens. But, you know, something that I do. A lot to of pay my bills. Now, I know, right? We almost 400 views on YouTube. Woo-woo. Well, work was <laughs> work was stressful. And it just really made me think like, is this something that I want to do for the rest of my life? Or do I feel like I'm in a dead end type of job because I'm not being promoted? I'm not being recognized and all of that. So last week was really emotional for me. Like there was a morning when I was crying. Because I was just like, this is so pointless. I don't enjoy what I'm doing. And I don't feel like it's worth it. And, I, and that's something that I do think, and it's not even the topic. This is just how my week has been. But I feel like that's something that a lot of people, especially Americans, can relate to. Like working and hating your job and just feeling like you're stuck. So that was the beginning of my week and whatnot. And then the weekend, I did have an opportunity to meet up with a friend. And then I got to meet a bunch of of new people and it made me realize something that's lacking or not even lacking but something that happens in my current life that I do want to talk about a little bit later if we have time but it was really nice meeting people who were just there to meet friends there was no competition there was nothing of that sort so it was a it started off shaky but it ended reassuring that things are going to get better and there's people out there and you're not alone how was your week coming my week was pretty good. I can't complain. It was just, you know, I didn't. Just a vanilla kind of week. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any uh, <laughs> profound experiences or anything like that. I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still living. So, yeah, that's it. Stephanie, how was your week? <laughs> Life is kind of like a crazy roller coaster ride, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or like, mm-hmm. Like, it's just being built every day. Like, are we going to go up this time? Or are we coming back down? Or are we going in a fucking loop-de-loop right now? Not really yeah. sure. My week was pretty insane. I know a couple episodes back, I talked about that uh, Netflix series, How to Get Rich, and just trying to make different financial choices and trying to, like, make side hustle money without having to work mm-hmm. too hard, you know, every mm-hmm. millennial's dream. Yeah. So 
I decided to start studying to take my uh, exam to get licensed to sell accident and health life insurance. And, oh, nice. Um, I took the exam on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was 155 questions and I got two and a half hours to do it. And honestly, that was the first time I'd ever really taken a big exam like that. And I felt super not confident going into it just based Mm -hmm. on like a lot of things going on in my personal life. And my thoughts were just all over the place. And it was just like, I was like scatterbrained. And it was crazy. I couldn't have my watch on in there. I couldn't have my necklace on. I couldn't have anything except for my driver's license and the little key that they gave me was a locker to put all my stuff in. And so this is way harder than I thought it was going to be. And so I come back and I'm just like, I just got to get through it. Like, like try not to stay hung up on it and just get through it. And when I got to the end, it says like, all right, click next to see your results, basically pass or fail. And in my mind, I'm like, I fucking failed. I failed this. I failed it. Mm -hmm. I hit next and it says pass. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I just like, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But I, I walked out of there really, I feel like Jessica is going to really vibe with this, but Mm. really feeling like that power of thoughts, like how important that is to have that Mm -hmm. like, mindset right or whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's hard to study for an exam that is mostly a memorization of a lot of facts but like the point I'm trying to get at is your confidence level going into these situations in life whether it be an exam or an interview or a first date your wedding date having Mm -hmm. a baby for the first time these experiences that you've never been through your confidence level in all of these environments and situations is going to not determine the outcome, but play a huge role in what the outcome mm-hmm. may be. And so I was just trying to gauge, I mean, coming out of there, I was like on a high. I just kept saying to everyone who knew I was going there, like, this is fucking crazy. I can't believe I did it. And I passed barely. Like, but you like passed. I, but I passed but and get degrees. And mm-hmm. so I was just kind of having one of those moments of like, man, like the universe wanted this for me more than I thought I wanted it for myself because I was just in there the whole time thinking, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. And like, that's the narrative that plays in my head. I was just wondering for you guys, how big of a role do you think confidence plays in everyday situations? And how do you, when you notice you're kind of on the more insecure side, bring it back up? Whoever okay. wants to go first. Coming uh, up first. Okay. I don't know. I mean, like that's not something that I've ever really given much thought to. The last time I didn't feel confident about something was when I moved out of Chicago, you know, to the West Coast or whatever. And it wasn't, I don't, I don't think it was so much about confidence, but it was more about fear of the unknown. And I feel like at this point in my life, like that's something that really consumes me because I feel like I've done almost everything 
you know, I feel like in life, you like we all have like a certain path where it's like you're born, you know, you go to school, you go to high school, you go to college, you graduate, uh, you get married, you have kids, so on and so forth. So I've done like most of that. So going through all of that, there was, uh, you know, different levels of confidence, I guess. But I mean, you still do it. And now at this point, it's just like the only thing I haven't done yet is have a kid, you know. So, I mean, there is that. But kinda, overall, kinda it's just everything like, in life. There's no prepping for that, by the way. <laughs> no, no. I, I just mean as far as like things that are like already lined up for you. So it really becomes about like, what do you want to do that's like outside of what's expected of you as a, you know, in society. Mm-hmm. So for me, it is more about fear of the unknown because it's just like, you know, who am I? Where am I going? You know, what's going to come next? You don't really know because mm-hmm. like you've already done. I feel like it's really more about what I want. So I don't know how much confidence plays a role in that because I'm pretty sure if I knew more of what I wanted, then I would just put my best foot forward and just do it. Well, I will start off by saying what man thinketh he becomes. Where you are in life is because you thought about it and you manifested it. And that is what confidence really is. If you believe that you will accomplish something or you will do something and you know no matter what even if i fail the first time i will get back up and i will try it again you will succeed that's how it works so even if you're not confident in the present moment as long as you take the steps to learn what you want to learn um what you need to learn not what you want to learn learn what you need to learn and keep believing no matter what i'm going to i'm going to keep going your confidence will come. You know, they say fake it till you make it. And I truly do believe that. Like in the beginning, when you're learning the whole manifestation, sometimes you don't feel happy and you have to fake it. Yeah. And you, even if you're faking it, eventually it's just going to stick with you. So you could you could be unhappy <clears throat> with the way something's going in your life. But if you keep telling yourself, no, I am thankful for this. And you look at the good parts, your confidence will come. So Stephanie, in that moment, you felt like, oh, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. But leading up to that moment, you were doing everything with confidence. I know that even if you would have failed, you would have taken the test again. Coleman, you manifested moving out of Chicago. Like, I feel like I have to remind you guys how you're using the laws of the universe and you guys have confidence. Being confident doesn't mean that you know what's going to happen. No one can predict the future. Being confident means no matter what, I'm going to survive. I know I'm going to make it. I am going to do what needs to get done. So you knew that, no, you knew moving out of Chicago, you were going to get it done. Confidence on a day-to-day basis is not something that I think about because I'm so confident, I don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. Like last Mm -hmm. year, I did like a lot of job hopping because, you know, I would get a job and start. And then like within a couple of weeks, I realized like I wasn't happy for various reasons. So I applied for more jobs and mm-hmm. did interviews, but I, I was never nervous on any of those interviews. Like a lot of the times I felt like I'm going to get this job, but I wasn't thinking of like, oh, I'm confident, confident, confident or whatever. I just, I, you just do it. That is um, kind of that's devastating. Confidence. It's kind of devastating though, when you get in those situations, like job interviews and you go in or even testing. Like I remember in, in school or in college, I'd get like, oh my God, I feel so prepared for this. And then you get like a really shitty grade or like you don't get offered the position or the second interview. And it just like, and I, not that it's going to like shoot you down forever, but you're just like, damn, I went in there with such high hopes and this mm-hmm. was the outcome. And I wanted to say, uh, you know, speaking of manifestations, like 
that was one of the first nights that I ever wrote a manifestation down on a piece of paper and like and put it like under my pillow and then I was using this app that Jessica referred to us (laughs) it's called CoStar right um and it's it's like a it's an astrology sort of app and it has this feature where you can ask the stars a question and like for two days in a row I asked the same question like am I going to pass this exam and twice Uh it said yes twice like like this is the perfect time for your sign to have luck or whatever and I know this sounds crazy it's like it's like religion you know I don't believe Uh religion but like this astrology shit I'm all about it and uh I was like, I don't know, man. There's a lot of shit going on right now. I can't really focus. And the app is just like, you're going to pass. And I'm like, I now I'm just like, I, I have to go back and, and ask more questions about my future. Right? I've never had, I've never asked the question on that app. Now I, now I want to, to see. Yeah. But, but did the app telling you, yes, you're going to pass. This is the perfect, perfect time. The stars are aligned. Did that help your confidence? Like when you first sit down um, and, you, and you're about to take the test, you're going to have the nervous jitters and think bad. But leading up to a driving there where you're just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to knock this out the park. Oh, no, dude, to- the whole way no? there, oh, I was shit. like, so I'm telling you so much shit was happening leading up to this exam that I was like, there's no absolute, no fucking way I'm going to be able to do this. I mean, I knew I could retake it or whatever, but I'm kind of like the type of person that would, I would get so defeated by not passing it the first time that it would probably take me a long time to get back in there and do it a second time. Oh. But that's what I mean. But I've always struggled with confidence all my life. Oh. And so that's why the question came up. It was just one of those situations where I like, like, uh, we tend to talk ourselves down and out of things if we don't have that Mm -hmm. confidence level and how much Mm -hmm. does that really affect every area of your life just always lacking in confidence i don't know i mean to me confidence is kind of like happiness i feel like happiness is like a constant state and when that state is interrupted to me it is and like when it's interrupted and you have to start thinking about it that's a pretty good indicator that you're not happy because now i'm thinking about am I really happy? You know, and and I feel like it's the same with confidence. Like, am I confident? Because like when I was doing those interviews, I wasn't telling myself, you can win. You feel great. You can do this. Like I wasn't telling myself, I wasn't telling myself to be confident. No, I didn't. No, but you were telling yourself, I know, I I know I'm going to get it. That's being confident. I got this. Yeah, that's what you said. You said you said that. No, go ahead. No, finish your thought. People want to hear what you have to say. Finish your thought. The fuck is that supposed to mean? That means you need to finish your thoughts. <laughs> I mean, apparently we we talk over you all the time, so and we're mean to you. Yeah. So please okay. come and finish well, your thoughts. No, no, that 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 you that that that, that was my stuff. complete thought. That was my complete thought. I just I just feel like it's a constant state, and it's not, for me personally, it's not something I really think about. The only time I think about whether or not I'm confident or not is probably when I'm not feeling confident. Mm. Which. You know, I mean, it comes and goes, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with not feeling confident. I believe if you don't feel confident, that means you do not trust yourself. You don't trust yourself and you're doubting yourself to get it done. Like when your confidence is low, that means you don't even believe in yourself. You don't trust yourself. Okay, so a, a, a friend of mine just had a wedding last year and I was a part of that wedding. And he asked like the groomsmen, you know, speak out on his behalf at the uh, 
reception. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't want to do it because I wasn't confident that I could do a good job. And I feel like that's true. And, and I know I probably wouldn't have. So I trusted myself to know myself well enough. Like something like sometimes not being confident and, and trusting yourself in it is you just being honest with yourself. So like if you know that there's something that you can't do, that's being mm-hmm. a good friend. Like why would you force yourself to do something if you if you I've, know in your heart of hearts that you can't do it? I've heard you give speeches. I've heard you give nice and wonderful toast. You are the preacher's grandson. You know how to commend a crowd. You just don't believe in yourself. You're not confident. No, if if it was something that like I'm doing this, I'm pretty confident about this, but I don't feel confident standing in front of a bunch of strangers. A lot of people saying, don't. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't. It's it's normal. It's like that. It's, yeah, it's that's like why that you don't jigger, do it. But no. you can do it. Like you can prepare and train for it. And I think that's exactly. the whole. Like confidence is like a fucking marathon that you have to train and prepare and like skill set that you have to just like work out. It's like a muscle. Yeah, it's a muscle. You have to just, exactly. Yeah. Mm, I guess. I one hundred percent agree. No, it really is. We. And this, is, this goes into what I've been working on this week for my development. We believe that being introverted means you have to remain shy or you have to, or even like how much you make is what you have to settle for. Like we have to settle for what we believe is our destiny. And we don't. Anything we want or anything we want to change in our life, like Stephanie said, you work on it like a muscle. It's not going to happen overnight. But if you better believe if you keep doing it every single day or as more than when you what you're doing it now, you will build that skill. I don't know anything about insurance or what whatever you're selling, Stephanie. But guess what? You probably didn't when you first started either, but you kept learning and building that muscle and now you know it. But yeah, so all right, so what I wanted to talk to you guys about uh is I don't want to say my experience, but it really is. And what I realized over the weekend. So as I mentioned earlier, I met up with a girlfriend and we went to this wine club. She introduced me to her wine group where basically it's a bunch of people around the same age, young professionals, and they just meet up at a beautiful rooftop looking at the mountains and they drink wine. And they just talk and have a good time and eat charcuterie. You know, I love a good charcuterie board. There was no caviar, but you know, Who next doesn't? time maybe. No. <laughs> right? But what I really enjoyed about this group, and it was a mix of random ass people, like people from everywhere. Like you had me from the south side of Chicago, and you had a person from some part of India, I forgot, Mumbai from India, and then all of this. But what I loved about the group was we all said we just want to make friends there was no one trying to be mr funny guy as i like to say you know that guy who's like standing up in the middle of the room hey hey you hey you hey you there 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 they're just trying to woo the crowd like they're on there was none of that and there was someone will ask you so what do you do for work there was no oh well i do this Oh, I do that. Well, there is no like trying to top a person. Oh, what do you do for activities? Oh, I snowboard. Oh, that's so freaking cool. Do you have any tips? Yeah, no. Like it was the most. And this could this could have been people's, you know, they could have been faking because everybody shows their mask the first time, you know, but it was really nice 
to not have to deal with people basically trying to compete with you. And I'm a person who I've always been used to people being jealous, I guess you could say. Um, when I moved to Washington now, I realized a lot more that there are people who legit, if you tell them that you're doing something, they will have to tell you how they're doing something even better than that. And it's not just like once in a while, like, oh, you're just making conversation, trying to build a bond. No, it's every single thing that you do. They try to one up it. And it just annoys me that we're at that age where people are literally trying to keep up with the Joneses. Do you guys feel like that? Do you guys, oh, we're in our, we're in our thirties. Let's just be honest. We're in our thirties and now we are the people who are trying to keep up, not, not us that we're trying to keep up with the Joneses, but the Joneses, the friend competition. Am I crazy? Are you guys saying you never had friends who tried to compete? Not even friends. You never met people who wanted to compete with you, who were like trying to one up you. You guys are silent. Don't, don't be silent. I, Am I crazy? I'm just, so you were still I'm just talking. Quite, yeah, I was just, I'm being <laughs> muted. <laughs> I'm muted because the baby's in the background, and so I don't want her to to take up oh, like no all worries. the background noise. <laughs> um, okay, can we? Yes or no? Have you ever had friends who, or not even? I don't want to say they're friends because they're really yeah, not they've friends, never been you? friends. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not friends. Um, have you guys experienced that? So I have not experienced it in the way that you're experiencing it. But mine situation is more of like, um, I don't know how to explain this, but what I feel like for you, Stephanie, I feel like there would be more one upping in the mom community. How I how I imagine it is that, oh, what activities are your children doing? And then you say the activities that they're doing, and then here comes a mom saying how she has her kids oh, in yeah. a better is, level. You know what it, there definitely is. And I, I guess I just I don't pay that shit too much attention. <laughs> so I guess I don't really feel that like, uh, it's funny. I'm a very competitive person. Like you can ask ah! anyone, like you could ask Cody and like, we've gotten into like whole fights about dark games <laughs> and bowling games mm-hmm. because if I don't win after so many times, I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> but, oh no. <laughs> but that's normal. Um, I think it's normal to be like, Overall, I don't think I'm that competitive, but if I'm playing fucking Uno, you better believe I'm trying to win or, or darts yeah, or whatever. Like the, that, th- th- Those are times that you're trying to win, but competitive in the sense of like if I go over a friend's house and they have like a nice espresso machine, I'm not thinking like, shit, now I got to go out and get an espresso machine. Like I can't have them drinking mm. better coffee than me. Well, there's I a difference. I don't give a shit. There's like a- Like I don't like, care. There's a, there's a complimentary way to to- uh, basically, compete, and then there's a, a, I guess a hidden secretive agenda kind of way of competing. Mm-hmm. So, like, if yeah. somebody has, for example, I have an espresso, and it does pods of espresso, and I don't know why. Honestly, probably I have this because of TikTok, and not so much that a friend had it. But if a friend had it, and I had coffee. And I was like, yo, this is bomb. I have to get me one of these machines. Send me the link so that I can get one. And then it's like, you know, I asked your permission basically at that point. Like, is it cool yeah. if I copy you and get the same machine as yours? When, when when people do that, it's not as bad because at least you're being like upfront about it. Like I would tell somebody in a heartbeat, like if if I went over their house and they had like 
a fucking soda stream and i'm like oh man like i love sparkling water like i'm gonna get one of those like and then that's that and like that's cool but was where it what is fucked up about it is if you go over somebody's house and they have a soda stream and then you go get one and then they come over your house and then they're telling you like hey and and you're telling them like yeah like have you heard about the soda stream like like they didn't have it first like it's weird Uh it's almost like you're trying to like take the credit for everything about the soda yeah. stream like oh yeah it does this and it makes this and it does that and and you're like you just had a soda stream drink at my it's house like, last like, week fam yeah yeah <laughs> well you see i feel like those kind of people are psychopaths and i <laughs> like honestly like if you copy something that's in my home and then next time i see you you all of a sudden forget that you learned about this product when you saw it in my home and then you want to teach me about it then you are a psychopath but what what I really gained this over the weekend is that not everyone is trying to one up you. Like, oh, what kind of car do you drive? Oh, well, I drive this. Oh, what do you do for work? Well, I do this. Oh, how much do you make? Well, I make this. And it always has to be, oh, you make sandwiches? Well, guess what? I use smoked gouda cheese for my children's <laughs> sandwiches. Like that the most expensive cheese on the market. <laughs> yes. That's what I've been dealing with since I moved to Washington. Not all of the people that I know are like that, but I never had it thrown into my face as much as I have. I'm like, is it because I'm in my 30s now? Is that what people do? Like when you're so bored that you just want to one up another person. And it was refreshing to not have to deal with that. But I know I can't be crazy. Like Coleman. We kind of talked about this earlier, but. You know, we kept crying, like Stephanie said, like friends don't do that. And I was thinking about it and it's just like, yeah, like an actual friend would not treat you that way. Because imagine how hard it is to talk to somebody. Like if you're just being Mm -hmm. like a normal person trying to have like a regular conversation, like Mm -hmm. they can't even like have a conversation with you because they're trying to constantly like one up you and put you down simultaneously at the same time. So Mm -hmm. like you could just be like somebody like, oh, man, like what'd you do over the weekend? It's like, oh, you know, like I went and drove down to california down to the coast or whatever and like mm-hmm. i like and you're just saying that just trying to express a thought and before you can even get the thought out the person's just like oh yeah i did that i've been to the coast three or four or five fucking times like it's great and they've been to and a better like, coast okay. too yeah Those and it's just like okay okay great can i finish my story <laughs> yeah i get really turned <laughs> off by situation you know what i have had a lot of situations like that in the because you know if you all don't know, I work in commercial real estate and uh, commercial brokers have the biggest egos and they've done it all and they've seen it all and they've been everywhere you could possibly be. And, it, mm. you know, they have ins and outs at every place. And I'm not going to say they don't. They're very social people and they do have a lot of connections and that's great. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, OK, you're cool, man. We get it. <laughs> mm. I'm just trying to talk about the beach and you're just just trying to get a big, big old ego boost right now. (laughs) Exactly. An ego boost. Let let me ask you guys this then. Do you feel like some people like you as long as they feel like they're above you? So it's like, as long as they have like this, because I kind of feel like that is true. Like as long as they feel like their significant other looks better than yours, they drive a better car, have a better house have have better kids like their kids go to the best school as long as they feel like they're doing better than you then they'll always be nice to you and it's like Mm -hmm. roll the red carpet out every time you come around but the second you start elevating and get on or above their level that's like when it 
gets weird. Competitive. Yes. And then mm-hmm. you're just like, I yeah, well, I mean, not even competitive, but it's just like, why do you have to feel like you're above people? Well, I mean, we know the answer to that, but. Maybe the listeners don't. Tell us, Coleman. Why do you feel like they feel like. No, they because have to be like above you people? just said, it's because of the ego. And the insecurity. <laughs> like you have such an oversized ego that you have to feel like you're like the smartest person in the room, the best dressed, the funniest, whatever. Like. I think it could go either way. way. It, yeah, like what Stephanie said, like it could be ego, it could be insecurity or it could be ego. Well, I think they like go hand in hand. Like big ego, mm-hmm. big ego equals small insecurity. <laughs> like if it was a formula on a whiteboard, big ego equals <laughs> low self worth, low in, uh, insecurity. They need those superficial things, those superficial wins to make themselves feel better because that's what it really is. It's a superficial win. I don't care. If you work at a better company than I do, that's a you thing. There's no competition. There's no win. When you mentioned how, Coleman and Stephanie, when you guys mentioned how you're competitive and you aim to win when you're playing darts or Uno, that's because there is a winner. No one wins in life. We all die. So why are you competing? Exactly. It's weird. And well, also, yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, well, not everyone's I mean, like that. And it's it's weird because it's just like because it's not really a competition, so it's like a fake competition that you made up in your fucking head. So I always mm-hmm. ask like, okay, does are there fake rules? Is there a fake prize? Like, how do you win this fake fucking competition? There and are I, fake <laughs> rules and fake prizes. You know what my real question is is like, how do you compete with somebody that you didn't know you were in competition with? You're just like, I wasn't even trying to compete, but now you're just being <laughs> too obvious. And like, now I need, now I need to compete when I didn't even want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being forced into but the you, game right now. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you guys ever had people like try to flex on you? Like, have you ever, like, cause to me that, that makes me like just cringe. Like if you go over somebody's house and they're like, just trying to like show off or like somebody, like, I don't know, like somebody like buys like a fucking six bedroom home or whatever like and they're they're just Mm. like trying to flex hard as hell and i'm just like dude as long as you're happy like you're the one that has to pay the fucking mortgage as long as you're happy with it i don't give a shit like as far as i'm concerned i'm just chilling on your couch drinking your liquor yeah you want to show me the wine cellar buddy (laughs) yeah like hey i don't care like i i I don't know that kind of goes into something i wanted to talk about in another episode but i get I'll, i'll tap on it right now but like that's an emotion mm-hmm. that i just never feel is like jealousy like i don't get jealous of people it's just like good for you oh i've definitely right? mm-hmm. that emotion you get you you feel jealousy um yeah i but mean why? Not it's like what does it have to do with you it's a self-worth issue dude i'm telling you <laughs> it's a confidence issue I don't, I don't feel very jealous anymore but seven years ago it didn't take much for me to be jealous in relationships. Mm. So, well, well, I mean, I mean, like uh, overall, like so, like if you let's say you had like a female friend, and you now all of a sudden she's dating dating a you know a fucking Chad Thundercut, yeah. you know, like swell. <laughs> like, would you give a shit? Would you be like, oh man, like now? No, I don't get jealous. Now that I got. I, I get jealous. <laughs> Oh God! Is that going to be the title of this episode? <laughs> then, <laughs> Chat undercut. Yeah. Chat undercut. So uh, <laughs> it's it's more of like 
I'm I'm like in a relationship with somebody and like their ex-girlfriend is like what I would believe is to be way hotter than I am and um I'm like insecure about that which turns into jealousy um or mm. like you know oh these are just my friends but they're all like really attractive women and it's like like you know we could break this down on so many different levels but mm-hmm. like I said I'm not I'm not as jealous anymore as I am, like, I guess more in, like, a fear sort of state. Like, fear that somebody's going to do something wrong. <laughs> mm. I, I don't, like, when someone has a nicer house than me, like you just said, like, I don't feel jealous of them. I just Mm-mm. go, like, man, that's goals. Like, that's something to work towards if I want that. Not, like, wow, fuck them for having that. <laughs> hmm and goals I can say this. is not oh, like ahead. copying. Like it's not like oh, not. I want to, I want to, I want what they have because I want to copy them. It's just like I want a bigger house or I want a nicer car because I want it. I'm gonna get it, not because I need to one up you. Just because. And I don't. And I, and I don't care. And I don't care if you got it before me because, like, I'm gonna do stuff at my own pace. Like I'm only. Right. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm very selfish and single minded. And, huh? and, and, and into myself so like i don't care selfish about yeah i mean just like i don't care what the fucking next person is doing like shit if 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 somebody if if one of my friends got a job making fucking a hundred thousand dollars a month and they bought the big house and got like a boat by the water or something like that i'm not going to be jealous of like feel it's not going to affect my emotions at all i'm just like hey that's good for you that's a real life example for me <laughs> My friend told me that she's getting a boat. And if you know me, you know I fucking love boats. I did not feel one ounce of jealousy. One ounce. You know what I thought? Like, yay, I'm going too. I'm getting on that motherfucking boat. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm so happy. Or if, if, I, if somebody buys a big house and let's say they got like a nice backyard or a nice kitchen, all I am thinking about is how can I utilize this? I don't need it myself. You already got it. I, why do I got to why do I got to now get that when you already have it? I will use your pool. I will bring snacks. I will use your your kitchen. I will use all of that because you're my friend and I love that you are reaching this level. I, it's just you get a nice car, can I ride passenger cuz I am happy for you and I want to reap yeah. the benefits too. But that's what a good friend does, like you're supportive and that's why for me when I do get a whiff of that like competitive bullshit Mm-hmm. It's like a turnoff. It's like it makes me not even want to be around you because it's just like what, what is going on in your mind that you feel like you have to like outdo me or like put me down or you know, they're yeah, it's just like that's they're weirdos, and they're not everyone. They are that's that was the whole point of my story. That it's not everyone. There are there's a certain group of people who will compete with you, who will try to tear you down to make themselves feel better. And this this ties into the confidence too. Don't let those yeah. people steal your confidence. Don't let those people get into your brain because they are joy suckers and all it does is feed their ego and mask their insecurities because it's not fixing it. It's just simply making them not have to look at it for that time being. But it's still there. They're still insecure. They're still weird. They're still psychopaths. And they need help because not everybody else is like that. And they bring no good well, really, to the earth. What they need is, I think, I think they, they don't really have awareness 
I really you think so? don't think I don't know. I don't know, but that's just something. I mean, that it's I possible because like. I I was just gonna bring up like they. I don't know if they're doing it consciously or subconsciously, but yeah. But then I mean, if it if it if it's like a constant thing, like every time you get around a, a person like that, and they're just like like obsessed, just constantly, Obsessively. yeah, and, and and there's more than one one way to do it because. Either they're trying to like one up you, but but then also if you do something that they can't do, they'll shut down. An example of that is like you always hear people say like, oh, you know, when I was doing great, like everybody was around and like it was fine then. But like once I hit some hard times and like things got bad, everybody went away. These are the mm-hmm. kind of people that will be around you when things are going bad because of the status. But when Ooh. things are going good, they go away. Like, I don't want to be around you when you all fucking happy and successful. Fuck that. <laughs> and that's, that's fucked up. Kind of no, that's a whole different kind of weird. I just. I've, I've seen it, though. I've seen it. When you do something that they can't do, they will shut the fuck down. They will leave the room. Or, or they'll try to downplay whatever you did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's it's my question. Did we did we did we ever experience this in kindergarten and we just weren't aware? Or is it something that happens as you age? Oh my god, the kids do this shit all the time. Oh. Like, the yeah. kids are regularly competing with each other over the dumbest things. So, I do think it's like a, I do think it's a human thing that we learn how to, you know, navigate, but I feel like at a certain point in our adulthood, like, that should go away. <laughs> like, yeah. with maturity, that should go away. I had a friend... Because I talked to him about this before, and he said people like that were probably like lames in high school, but they always had like aspirations of being like the prime king or the prime queen or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. fucking their their picture in the yearbook. You know, like most likely to fucking succeed. Like they so always, but they never got to be that person. But now, yeah, they're still trying to ride that wave because they didn't have their shot in high school. Yeah, so like now because of like social media and like I don't know, like they I guess they got better looking and like you know like I don't know they have more control of their life. <laughs> they're trying to just make up for really like he he said they're just trying to like make up for not being like Mister or Mrs. Popular, Mister Yearbook, Mrs. Yearbook. But but that's okay. That's okay because that's working that muscle and whatever it is that you felt like you did not have before and you wanted to become. That's good. It's once you start using that to tear other people down or make them feel small or less than, that's when it's a problem. I that's yeah. good if you if you were a lame in high school and you're like, you know what, I want to be a charming person as an adult. That's good. But if you are making other people feel bad to make you feel better, that's not that's psychopathic. Crazy. It's very strange. It's very strange. And it's something that we don't really have to deal with. And I know we had this conversation about the friends, um, maybe an episode, definitely like two or three episodes ago. And I just want to go back out there to all the listeners and let you guys know, if you have people who you're just meeting and they're bad friends to you, drop them. There's other people out there. You can find some better ones. Yep. It's the it's the best superpower you have. You can leave. You can at, at yeah. any time you can get up and leave. A mm-hmm. job, a bad relationship, friendships, a bad movie. You can just get up and walk out and just do something else. Have confidence in yourself. <laughs> no, have the confidence that you the you bricks. can leave and you will get better. You deserve better. <laughs> what is that? What does that mean, Coleman? Real winners quit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. When life gets tough, hit the bricks. <laughs> yep. Hit the bricks? No. Hit, hit bricks. the bricks. Get the fuck up out of there. No. Yeah, dead ass. I mean, I mean, it's and it's okay. It's I mean, and you don't have to like there. You can like politely uh, distance yourself from people. Like you don't have to like be overt about it. You can just be like you know what? I'm just gonna go over here and do this. You guys keep doing that, and maybe we'll hook back up some other time when you get over this whole whatever you got going on. Mm-hmm. Start to transition. Well, on um, out. yeah. You transition <laughs> out of the of the friendship or whatever it is when it starts to get uncomfortable and weird like that yeah you have to because i mean like i've known people that have just like flat out dramatically like ended friendships or like got out of stuff i will i will dramatically end a friendship i don't care me it's just more of like a subtle like you know like if you don't see or hear from my ass in like seven months it's just like eh you know oh he just fade away (laughs) you ghost the friendship he's on out of here (laughs) <laughs> it's like that Homer Simpson gift when he just like backs into the the hedges. Yep. Um. Well, that's it. I'm gonna go ahead and open up the doors to the church. <laughs> Oof. Stephanie, if people want to find you on the internet, how can they do that? I'm on Twitter at Stephanie Rose L R O S A Y. That's right. And uh, you guys were sweet from- mouth. I was like, shit, I lost you. <laughs> I was waiting for him. Come on, sweet, sweet Maui. Uh, if they want to find you on the interwebs, how can they do that? You can find me everywhere at Sweet Maui. S W E E T M A U I. All right, and if you want to find me, then just find me. But you can also write in to ismwpodcast three at gmail.com uh, you can also go to their pages and check out the link trees and like that's where everybody is. So yeah, write in. Somebody write in. Tell us something. Talk write shit. In, give us some topics. Roast some us. Questions. Tell us tell Roast us how bad we're of, of a job we're doing. Talk shit. We want it. Give it to us. But for me and Stephanie and Jessica, we will catch you guys next week. Bye.